Good evening. This is Jeff Coburn. We welcome you to a Disney at Play podcast where we are here at uh, well Epcot to uh, celebrate the holidays as they are unfolding before us. You'll see we're here at the entrance where the uh, garland includes a um, globe in the center of the world with a ribbon tied to it. You see behind it the colors. If you caught the presentation done earlier this week for D23 on uh, Epcot, you'll see that they had talked about the color palette being done for that. And you see that since then they've added signs or uh, letters uh, indicating Epcot in each of those ticket booths. But we are going this direction as we head into the evening hours and Spaceship Earth looks beautiful before us is the monorail, which I think is important to note because this monorail line has not been operating since uh, the parks reopen. But I think that shortly with the addition of park hopping, this monorail line is going to be back in operation. I think that adds a terrific um, sense of the future. It's, it's an aesthetic that is just part of the Epcot experience. Over here above the fence, you can see the uh, fountain that they were talking about, they put in. I'm surprised they haven't opened that up yet. I think it may open before the actual Christmas week ahead of us. But we're going to head on into Future World and check out all the parks attractions and what's going on this evening at Epcot. Hey, I just thought with Twilight, we're not going to go inside this evening but the land pavilion looks so beautiful at the edge of the day. I hope you noticed the Christmas music, which has this particular track for Epcot, separate of the other parks. But when you get over to uh, what is Future World West, um, you, can, you can hear a 70s, 80s style soundtrack that is just, it is just this part of the park. It's just part of it. And yet at the same time, I'll move my camera over here and you could see construction as it unfolds at the uh, interventions area. Of course, there's fencing up in front of it, but you can see where the building has come to an end to the area where the character meet and greet uh, used to be. And then um, on over to the whole Starbucks area, that's all gone. Um, you could see that uh, things are progressing, but not fast. I have not seen a lot of progress on this area of the park in, well, I dare say since it reopened. Not a lot. I think they're having to rethink what they want to do on a lesser budget uh, with this entire area. Still, they had already taken out this portion of the building. And as I've mentioned, I think in other podcasts, the reason this portion is still there, it's kind of a breezeway. Why didn't they just cut off the whole breezeway as well? is because on the, what you see on the right side is actually a stairwell that goes down to the um, utilidor that sits underneath. It's kind of a horseshoe that rings around um, both uh, rings of interventions or what was Communicore before. So a tale of uh, two Epcots here, um, a new trying to emerge and then the old just sitting in time. We're in the garden area in between the land and imagination pavilion and Winnie the Pooh is just out alone with a uh, little butterfly net looking like he's trying to catch butterflies and doing up 
down, touch the ground uh, exercises. He's kind of out by, oh, there he is catching a butterfly. He's just uh, entertaining the guests from afar. Um, but it's a nice little touch here in, uh, well, it's not the 100 acre wood, but uh, the 100 acre future world west. We are off to journey into imagination with Figment. And uh, we haven't done this attraction in a little while. It's, it's probably in the last uh, two months, but there's been a new little addition to this attraction, which has hit social media. And so uh, we'll join the uh, 10 minute queue here to uh, enter into the attraction and take a look at uh, this little addition to this attraction. I can't believe this has garnered so much social media attention. Let's do it. Here's another curious little, um, well, area that isn't operating right now. It's the, you've got these leaping fountains going on over at the main fountain and over at the smaller one behind me. But the ones that actually jump from one container to the other have all been shut off during this pandemic. Um, still, it's, uh, it's a beautiful little scene right here, especially with the fountains and with Spaceship Earth in the background. So all we need is a really good monorail coming through. And some of these monorails have been updated recently, so we're going to have to do a little update on that as well when we have a chance. Chip and Dale have taken the place of Winnie the Pooh characters, but it's kind of dark and it kind of looks a little lonely out there uh, along the lawn, but still it's providing something for the characters out here. who um, are on the podcast and not the video what was going on is we actually saw images of figment with a christmas sweater on in fact he actually was outfitted twice i believe with that christmas sweater and uh it uh has been the big talk of social media it's a cute sweater if they sold it in the stores it would sell out in no time flat here we are in the Imageworks and you can see 
all the exhibits have been uh, kind of roped off because, well, of COVID, it's not possible to do character meet and greets or interactive hands-on kinds of attractions. Though still, this was beautifully laid out. It's a little shame they aren't lighting up the Imagination Land uh, exhibit like they have over here for uh, Wreck-It Ralph and for the Link, which is where the characters come in and out. Uh, still, um, it is the Imagination Pavilion. So, um, yeah, so there you go. One Christmas sweater for Figment this year. I guess he's been a good dragon. Here's another curious little, um, well, area that isn't operating right now. It's the, you've got these leaping fountains going on over at the main fountain and over at the smaller one behind me. But the ones that actually jump from one container to the other have all been shut off during this pandemic. Um, Still, it's, uh, it's a beautiful little scene right here, especially with the fountains and with Spaceship Earth in the background. So all we need is a really good monorail coming through. And some of these monorails have been updated recently, so we're gonna have to do a little update on that as well when we have a chance. Epcot's holiday decorations are finally up and we see a beautiful Christmas tree at the uh, end, or uh, at the intersection of Future World and World Showcase. A little bit of holiday decor here, the gift shops nearby, and it's a, it's a lovely setting. Epcot always has a wonderful Christmas tree. We just got through with dinner in the UK, just grabbed a bite to eat here, and what I've loved is they have really put a lot of tables and chairs out along the sidewalks and around the, uh, the main thoroughfares, and it's just really creating a place for people to sit down, have distance. I hope when the COVID situation goes away that maybe they keep some of these uh, sidewalk tables and chairs in play because it's such a nice touch. We're moving from the UK pavilion on to France. We're here in France and we're kind of at an apex and on the left of me is the main corridor that goes into the Impression de France theater and uh, there are some holiday lights and some large ornaments that are present. Um, it's a very nice little, modest, but nice little holiday display over here. What's interesting is over on the right, the predominance of a lot more street lamps. And as you see in the background, there's the Ratatouille sign, it's lit up. Even more street lights behind that. It's even more lit than the France Pavilion itself which uh, gives you an idea of how that is going to be a very heavy traffic area when that attraction opens up. Now, in a previous podcast, two or three podcasts ago, we shared the news that they gave that Ratatouille is going to open in 2021. I have no idea when, but my feeling is it will be before summer. Some podcasters were saying, oh, there was nothing done inside the attraction that they still had a lot of work indoors and i did not believe that in fact i thought i had seen a pretty finished photo before the pandemic so um that was confirmed that they are quite a bit quite a ways uh along in this uh in uh finishing this attraction i think they're just looking for the right time and place 
uh, to to open it to all the guests here because they're wanting to you know use it as a driver of traffic to, and uh, there's no use to drive traffic if your capacity is only at 35% so I think they're looking for some solutions to uh, to this pandemic ending and and having things a little bit more opened up this is one of the ornaments it's uh, the Tour Eiffel it's a little Eiffel Tower model with Christmas trees inside this holiday ornament it's a very lovely piece that makes a part of the display here in France oh and by the way here's um, Shady France which opened up uh, this last month so you see a lot of distancing between guests uh, at different tables it's really nice to see that restaurant reopened not as tall as the tree that graces the entrance to world showcase however there's a big glorious tree in front of the american adventure and it's all decorated for the holidays on the other side there's um no candlelight processional this year but look these cast members are busy doing light lighting and sound rehearsals for the holiday season. Soon the uh, Voices of Liberty will be performing on this stage. They've been on furlough this entire time, unable to work. So that is why the joys of the season is to hear the Voices of Liberty. I promise you, as soon as we get a chance, we'll be back here to tape some of their music and offerings during this holiday season. We don't want to go very long without hearing from the Voices of Liberty at Christmas. So it appears that Joffrey's here at the American Adventure is gonna have some competition coming pretty soon because behind this fence, which we've been actually taking um, above the um, fence photos on for uh, the last little while, it's been revealed that there's a, a gelato place that is going to be coming. I'm thinking to myself, do we really need another gelato place? Wasn't there enough in France? But what I am excited about, and I hope that this is the case, again, hearkening back to what I just said a few minutes ago about the seats, there is really no casual dining experience with tables and chairs, and I hope that they bring something of a patio experience to Italy, because there isn't really a great experience here to dine. Now, they've done recently kind of this little wine tasting Kind of experience out of this store and they got a couple of tables here but by and large if you're not dining in the formal locations they have and they have quite a few here it really is difficult to just have a casual sit down experience in italy so i i really look forward to seeing not just what they're offering food wise but what they're going to offer in terms of a little a little bit of a total casual dining experience while you are here. Germany gets Christmas and we are here in a very festive little Platz where we can uh, see a lot of holiday decorations in view. It's, uh, it's quite beautiful. And, uh, and of course, they have the unique distinction of having a Christmas shop in their pavilion. And so there's lots of beautiful holiday decorations inside the store let's uh 
check out a couple of things going on because these are a little different than what you find in most Disney um, shops. For instance, of course, you see the pickle tree, which is a German tradition of hiding a pickle inside the Christmas tree. And whoever, whatever kid finds it on Christmas morning gets a special little gift uh, during that time. And a uh, uh, little a German pavilion Christmas shirt being sold back. This is a beautiful view of World Showcase at night, uh, at evening time. And we are actually on the bridge, the bridge made famous because it's the thing that goes up to allow barges and boats to pass through as they prepare for the fireworks experience. And there were a lot of announcements and talk this week about Harmonious coming. By the way, before I get any further note, you could see the original um, flame towers that were implemented with illuminations. This entire area is going to, this is going to be some spectacular event in terms of the size of these barges that are gonna have these fountain projections on it. It sounds incredibly promising what they have in mind and what they're looking to do. In particular, what was cool about all this was that they said that they would make this um, a fountain experience during the day. So we're going to have fountains. We're going to have that water play element during the day. Now I'm crossing over to the other side of the bridge. And this area here is just a river that goes toward the end. You can see a lot of birds in the trees, similar to what you find at Disney Animal Kingdom at night. And then the river takes a turn, which you don't see here, but we will post some images from uh, that Disney has posted of the barges being built. But those, um, that's the dock, dry, the dock, dry dock area where they take care of those boats. And in try, terms of um, prepping everything, the fireworks and everything that uh, pyro, anything that goes out on those barges, those are prepped at night or prepped during the day and then brought out along this river to be uh, put into position for the nighttime fireworks. Yeah, very exciting what lies ahead for Harmonious and probably something that's not that far in the distance. Again, be interested to see if they tie that to Ratatouille and that opening. We are passing through China. I want you to listen to the music. So the music is tied completely to uh, Mulan. So this is new background music I had not heard in this corner of the park. So nice little new touch that has been added to um, the China Pavilion here at Epcot. The queue is extra long this evening for Frozen. It extends well into the China Pavilion. I have to tell you, since the park is open, this is probably one of the few attractions I have not been on, as I just have not felt like it was really necessary to stand, well, in the July, August, standing out in the heat did not seem compelling. And then as we've moved into the last month or two, the queue seems to have gotten longer and longer. So I kind of 
avoided the line. Maybe I'll come in early and do it first thing where there isn't much of a wait. We'll see, but not in a hurry uh, to see Frozen, having seen it probably several dozen times already. We're actually here in line in Mexico, uh, not really to get on the boat ride per se, just to enter the temple. They're restricting the number of people inside the Plaza de los Amigos. As a result, in this um, interior portion where they have the display of uh, uh, Dia de los Muertos, they have uh, guests lined up, socially distanced, uh, in preparation to actually going in. Wanted to show the holiday decorations inside, so we're kind of waiting in line for that opportunity to go inside. All right, we're here in Plaza de los Amigos, and it is a beautiful view of the area at night with all of the holiday lights and decorations. It's just a, it's just a very festive looking atmosphere for this holiday time of year. And, uh, and appropriate social distancing of the guests so to make sure that there aren't too many in this area with a separate queue actually forming for those who want to go on um, the Three Caballeros River Ride. So. Uh, it's a nice little gathering, a little display for Coco. Um, and uh, I love the holiday decorations that they have that um, really builds off of the uh, Mexican aesthetic. And uh, again, Mexico merchandise that has been a Disney Park Mexico merchandise not tied to the holidays like the one in Germany, but still very cool t-shirts and, uh, and other pieces to, um, to take a look at when you're here at Mexico. I've actually featured mouse gear on the inside, but I don't think a lot of people have seen what it looks like on the outside since it moved into the former intervention space. By the way, here's the breezeway. It's a dark but you could see that the second floor has been removed from electric umbrella next door. We're gonna go into mouse gear and check out what's, I like to try to find one little holiday thing or one little gift shop thing every time. I'm not really that podcaster who really likes to go into a lot of detail about retail, but if we can find one very cool thing, maybe we'll just uh, showcase it for you. Let's take a look at uh, everything that is Marion Bright. So here's something I want to showcase. You know, the Disney parks always seem to have some little um, uh, toy that mimics the different ride vehicles in the parks. Here's one of, um, well, and, and sometimes they're just toys like the uh, Buzz with Woody, but you see Stitch with the toy train and you see Buzz Lightyear in his own rocket ship. There are other versions of this. These are about $9.99. I just wanted to mention, and I'll show a picture of what I've gathered so far. I absolutely love the McDonald's toys that have come out. At first, I saw pictures of it and thought, these are really kind of cheap looking. But I got to tell you, um, for the price of a Happy Meal, you get the free toy. And I'd say some of them are really cute. I, I was... I was caught up in it the minute I saw the uh, one with um, Mickey 
on the spaceship from um, uh, Mission to Mars. I thought it was really terrific. Let me also show you one other thing. These are Pez uh, dispenser from Mandalorian. You got the Mandalorian and the, and the child. And uh, my daughter bought these. I'll show you a picture of them. They come, they go perfectly with a monorail that uh, is offered. And I'll try to take a picture. If you see the Pez dispensers over here, there's a little toy monorail that they have. And I'll show a picture of the one I have. But you can stick your Pez dispenser so they stand up and they don't fall over. Again, a really cute toy. And sometimes you can find those Disney uh, Pez dispensers for a much better price when you go um, to like a dollar store someplace. Uh, I have found those to be on sale. Here's another example of some, and this one's a really cute one of Walt on the Jungle Cruise, but, uh, and that one is $9.99. But I tell you, there was one with Pluto, and it too was just as cute as could be, and he was on the Jungle Cruise boat with a hippo underneath, and uh, just very, very clever. These are more expensive high-end ones that they have, and of course, then you get into the train and the and uh, more expensive monorail. So lots of choices, but know that one of your choices could be just going to McDonald's and getting a happy meal. So we're standing in front of the former universe of energy where the new uh, guardians of the galaxy roller coaster. This week they had lots of news about the ride vehicles. They had a video showing it actually playing out. Uh, it's an Omnimover type vehicle. So it moves in a 360. They can direct which angle it goes at and they showed track from inside the show building, which is way beyond Universe of Energy. Not way beyond, but it's behind it. Uh, you really can't see it very much from the front of the Universe of Energy here. But what is seemingly missing in all this dialogue with everything they were showing, the track looked completed. They said they were doing a push and pull on the ride vehicles, meaning testing as it did the flow of uh, through the ride but the whole front of this building does not even look like it's begun. Now, maybe I'm missing something, but as I look through, and it's hard to see in this video, but I would say that they still have a long ways to go. Doesn't mean it can't be done by October 1st of next year. I think it can. I think that's what its date is. It will be open in time for Walt Disney World's 50th. That will come after Ratatouille and Harmonious. I think those, and Space 220, which was also showcased. I think those will come still sooner than the actual 50th anniversary. Well, that does it for this evening. We've uh, gone all the way around Epcot, World Showcase, Future World, checked what's going on so much. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast if you aren't already. Make sure you check out our videos on YouTube at jjeffkober. And uh, if you get a chance, head over to iTunes to give us a friendly rating or a good review if you have the, if you could afford the opportunity to do so. Make sure you check out all our podcasts because we are covering so many things during this time of year. And just as a little clue, we've got some big announcements heading into the next week. So make sure you stay connected. Glad to have you with us. Um, as always, in the words of Sinbad, storybook voyage. Always follow the compass of your heart. Enjoy your Thanksgiving holiday. Bye-bye.